Ketubot tafayin gimel. The last thing we were discussing was the person was mekadesh a woman on condition she doesn't have any vows. And if she does have vows, then the whole kedushin is batel. If they just got married stam without any conditions, and then we found out she has a whole bunch of vows on her, she goes out without a ketuba. And we said that in the name of Rabbi Yohanan, and, and we also had a brayta that we're only talking about vows that make her suffer. And Rav Papa explained that's going on the second part of the Mishnah where he's Mekadesh or Stam. She loses her Ktuba money only when it's things that are that make her suffer. And according to Rav Asher, that's going on the first part that the entire Kedushin is Batel if she has vows on her that make her suffer. And with that, we will start Ayin Bet Amud Bet, two lines from the bottom, and towards the end of the line where it says Itmar. It was said, Kedesha al-Tanai uchnasa stam. A person is Mekadesh, a woman, on condition she doesn't have any vows on her. And then they got married and he never mentioned anything about the condition. And let's say during the engagement period she vowed a couple of times and she has a couple of things on her. Rav Amar tzarichai may get. Rav says the, the wedding's a wedding and she needs a get. Ushmuel Amar enat tzarichai may get. The entire Kedushin blows up and she doesn't even need a get. And Amara Baye, Lotem Atame de Rav, don't say that Rav's reason is because Kevanche Kanasasta Mahole Ahale Litnae, is because once they were together and he never mentioned anything about the condition, he forgave his condition. That's not the reason. Rav's real reason is the person doesn't make his ba'ila with that woman, a meaning the kidushin will be through the bi'ah instead of the, the old Kiddushin, the Kiddushin will now be through the Bi'ah, and even if the condition is not met, the Kiddushin will stand, and they're now married. That's in regards to the wedding, but the Ketubah, he's not Mohel, therefore uh, he, he, he doesn't have to pay the actual money for the Ketubah, but they're married. And Shumuel holds that once he was with her, he was Bo'ilah based on the, the last Kiddushin, and therefore, if the condition wasn't met when they got married, then he doesn't owe her anything. It's not even a marriage. But the Gemara has a question. Why do we have to bring this Mahalokit of Rav and Shmuel about the Kiddushin al Tanai and then he was, they got married? Stam. They already argued this. They Tamar Ktana. Here's a Ktana. Uh, she's a Yatoma. There's no Kiddushin from the Torah. Her father passed away. And uh, her brother or her mother married her off to someone, but she always has the option of doing a mi'un uh, to protest a marriage. Ktana shelo mi'ana. You have a ktana. She never protested the marriage with her husband. She became older. And she ended up getting married to someone else. Rav Amar Rav said she doesn't need a get from the second person because when she became an adult and her her husband, her original husband, was with her, that was Lashem Kiddushin. So whatever the second guy did, he didn't do anything. Shmuel says, listen, it could be whatever she did with the second person does count, or whatever she did up until now with her first husband, even after even after she's a gedola, was nothing because he never said it was Lashem Kiddushin. Therefore, she would need to get from the second husband. So here you have it. Rav and Shmuel argued in this exact subject before. And why do you have to do it again? So the Gmaxman, Sircha, 
we need this machloket in both places. Why the e tomar he? Because if you only told me the machloket of Rav and Shmuel in that machloket of in regards to the Ktana who didn't do miun, I would said beahika marav. I would said maybe over there Rav said that when he was with her it was the shem kedushin because mishum deleka tena. There was no condition to say anything otherwise. The man continued being with his wife as usual, so there was no reason to say that it wasn't l'shem kedushin. Aval beha, but over here. There was a condition. Maybe he would agree to Shmuel that when they got married, and even though it was Stam, but since once they had that condition a year ago, there was a condition that she doesn't have Nedarim, and also she does have Nedarim. Maybe he would agree to Shmuel, and it's not a marriage. That's why I need that machloket in both places. If you would have only brought their machloket and the kiddushin al tanai, our sugya, I would have said, maybe over here Shmuel would have said that when he wasn't with her, Lashem kiddushin, it's not a kiddushin because he was really relying on that kiddushin condition that he made. But didn't do miun. I, there was no other kid, uh, condition. Maybe he would agree to Rav, and he said, listen, every time they were with each other, it was Lashem Kiddushin, even though they didn't specify. Therefore, I, I need both Mahlokas to show me that Rav holds that that without any specification, it's considered a Kiddushin, and Shmuel, without any specification, it's not considered a Kiddushin. And the Gemara has a question. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, a person married his wife and then he found out that she has vows with her. Uh, she should get divorced without a ketubah. And it sounds like ketubah, she doesn't get any ketubah, but she does need a get. My love, aren't we talking about a case where Kiddushal tonight, they had a Kiddushin with a condition no vows, and they got married uh, without uh, saying anything about the original conditions. And she needs a get, and it would be to you. Shmuel would be a problem on Shmuel who said that she does not need a get. The Gemara says, no, no. We're talking about a situation where he was Mekadesher without specifying any condition, and he married her without any condition. Then he found out that there's vows. That's why she needs a get. The Gemara says, fine. But let's say there was a case where he was in Mekadesha with the condition of vows and then he got married and they never specified anything. They never mentioned anything about the original condition. You would say that according to Shmuel, she would not need a get. If that's the case, if that's the case, if we're already talking about our Mishnah, a person make a dish, a woman on condition she doesn't have vows, and then we found that she has vows, and there's no kiddushin, why don't we just talk about the situation where he was koneser stam, meaning he was make a dish with the condition of vows, and then they just got married without saying anything about the original condition, and then we found out that she has vows on her, she's not mekudeshet, V'chol sheken, all the more so, ha, this case where he's Mekadeshah on condition and they still weren't together that she's not Mekadeshah. The Gemara answers, ha, chenami ka'amar. No, the Gemara was just talking in an also type of way. Meaning, according to Shmuel, if a person is a woman on condition she has no vows and just got married without mentioning it, and they found out she has vows and she's not mekudeshet, and if it was stam and they got married stam, meaning they didn't mention anything about a vows, she should go out without a ketubah.
But the says, the it sounds like she okay, she doesn't get any money, but she she's still it's still considered a marriage where she needs a get. So why no ktuba? Because the Amari of Shibishanit, because he's saying I don't want a woman who vows. If that's the case, get Nami Lotibai, she shouldn't need a get, meaning I never was Mekadesh on this condition. So the Gemara explains, Amar get She needs a get with the Rabbanan. Vechen Amar Rab Hasda get She needs a get with the Rabbanan. Now Rabba Amar. Now the, what would happen over here? Tana sapuke The Tana wasn't sure over here if, uh, in, in a case of Stam, where no one mentioned anything, does a person really not want a woman who vows? There was no condition over here. So therefore. Since he's not sure, when it comes to money, we're going to be lenient and we're going to say that you don't have to pay the ktuba, you can't pull money out of him because we're in doubt. However, when it comes to the isur, what's mutar, azur, over here, the humra, we're going to be strict with that and we're going to say she needs a get. Now, all of this started with Abaye's explanation of the mahloket, where Rav's reason it was not that she, when he was with her stam, he forgave his condition. Rather, the reason Rav says it works is because a person doesn't do his ba'ilah, ba'ilah znut. Now, Rabbah comes to argue that, and Amar Rabbah mahloket, this mahloket between Rav and Shmuel, that's not the reason. It has nothing to do with ba'ilah to, ba'ilah znut or not. Rather, it's beta'ot sheten nashim. They're arguing, and a person was Mekadesh, one woman on condition, there's no uh, nedarim, no wounds, and then he married another woman without specifying what he wants. So according to Rav, we're not going to say, oh, because with this woman he doesn't want vows, and with this, with this woman it's the same thing. No, it could be he likes a second woman better, and he'll take her even with the vows and wounds. And Shmuel would tell you that uh, whatever he said with the first one, he holds with the second one also, and that's why uh, it's not a kiddushin, and uh, she would not even need it for him to get. So Rabbah says that's their mahloket, and talking about two women, aval betaot ishahat, but when there's one woman, he can mekadesh her with the condition no vows, and then he was kones her stam, divreha kol, according to everyone, Rav Shmuel, and serichai menoget, she wouldn't even need a get, there's no marriage over here. So now Amar Abaye, Abaye tells him, how could you say that that's their mahloket? Our Mishnah just said, Our Mishnah said, if he was with her, without specification. It's over there, a situation with one woman. That's the way we understood it. And we brought it as a question on Shemuel at the end of the last Amud. So how could you say we're talking about two women? You see, the Mishnah itself also thought we're talking about one woman. Rather, what did Rabbi really mean? If he said anything, this is what he meant. We're talking about a, a, a mistake with one woman, but it's like a case of two women. Meaning, he got engaged to, to woman A, he divorced her, then he remarried her, and then we found out that she has vows and wounds on her, whatever it is. According to Rav, once he divorced her, when he brought her back, she, she, she's a new woman, and therefore uh, he was not makpid on all these vows and wounds. According to Shmuel, no, you're always uh, connected to that original uh, kiddushin, whatever he originally he thought. But if it's simply a case where one woman was makadesh on condition, and then he was koneser without saying anything, according to every one, he was koneser al dat the original kiddushin with that uh, with that uh, condition. So now etive abaye abaye is a question to Rabbi from the Brayta. It says 
Kiddesha betaot. If a person was made Kiddesha woman by mistake, the, the Kiddushin are not hal, doesn't work, or pachot mishave peruta, or let's say you give her less than shave peruta, vechen katan she Kiddesh, or a young child was made Kiddesha woman. All, in all these cases, it's not a Kiddushin. Afal pisha shalach ziv lonot lehar mikan, even though he, he sent her gifts, he sent her jewelry, and different types of things, after the uh, after the kiddushin, still in amikudesh, it's it's not, we're not going to say that the, the new the new gifts that he sent were al dat kiddushin. Why? Because shemehamat kiddushin on yishonim shalach. He's sending her these gifts based on the original kiddushin that he did, and therefore the whole thing is no good. Ve'im ba'alu kanu. But if they were together with a bi'ah, then that was the way they did their kiddushin. If they were together, still lokanu, they were not kone. Why? Because everything was done based on the original kiddushin, and the original kiddushin was no good. Now, this is what Rabbi is trying to ask Rabbi. Over here in that Mishnah, it says kiddushet ta'ot. It's, what is it? It's with one woman. It's not with two women, right? Again, you still you have a mahluket tanaim. You have according to hachamim that even though the original kiddushin were no good, once they were boiled, it is good. Now, how do you understand the words kiddusha betaut? He was mekadesha with a mistake. My love, taut nedarim. Aren't we talking about the whole situation with nedarim where he mekadesha on condition is no vows, and then there was a vows, and then they were together, stam, and still it's a it, it, and still. It, it's considered marriage according to Hakamim. And this would be a problem according to Rabbi, who says, according to everyone, we say that based on the original Kiddushin, he was boiled. The Gemara says, Lo, no, what are we talking about? When it says Ta'ut, Kiddushave Ta'ut, we're talking about Pachot Mishave Pruta. He gave her less than a Shave Pruta. The Gemara says, Pachot Mishave Pruta, Behediakatanela. But that was the next thing in that Braita. It says Kiddushave Ta'ut and Pachot Mishave Pruta. Right, so how could you, it has to mean two different things, not the same thing? The Gemara says, betaut upachot peruta parusha That one is explaining the other, meaning betaut ketzad. What's considered uh, he was mekadesher by mistake? He gave less than a shave peruta at the time of kedushin. Okay, then And what's the machloket of Tanakam and Rabbi Ishmael? So the Gemara explains, More Sabbath Tanakama held, Adam Yodea She'en Kiddushin Tofsin Bepachot Mishavet Pruta. A person knows that Kiddushin is not Tofes, doesn't work with Lassan Mishavet Pruta. Vigamar Uba'al Lashem Kiddushin. So when he was with her, that was Lashem Kiddushin. He didn't want this Be'ilat to be Be'ilat Znut. Umor Sabbath Tanakama Bishmael held, En Adam Yodea She'en Kiddushin Tofsin Bepachot Mishavet Pruta. A person does not know that Kiddushin doesn't work on Lassan Mishavet Pruta. Vichika Ba'al. When he was with her, Adata the Kiddushin Shonim Baal. He was with her on based on the original Kiddushin. So that was that didn't work. So the entire Baila was Baila Znut. So that's the way Rabbah fixes it. Well, Etive. Now Abaya has another question then. It says in the Braita, Hareni Bo'alech Almenat Sheyetse Abba. I am boil you on condition that your father agrees with this Kiddushin. Even though the father didn't accept this uh, Kiddushin, still she's Mekudeshet. And Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda Omer, Mishum Rabbi Shimon, Ratzav Mekudeshet. Mekudeshet. If the father wants, then it works. Uh, the father uh, didn't consent, and it's not a Kiddushin. Now, let's take that right for a second. It's like a mistake with one woman. 
and still Upliga, you have a Mahlok, Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon, Tanakama holds that even if you made that condition that the, it all depends on your father's consent and they were together, still their, their bi'ah was uh, was uh, not connected to the to the original condition and uh, therefore it's not a very large note. And this goes against the way Rabbah explained it, that with one uh, with one woman, that she wouldn't even need from him a get. So the, uh, the, the Gemara pushes back, uh, like Rabbah, that Hatam Behakam Miflaka, you could always say that Mahloket between Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon is a different Mahloket, that more Sabbath Tanakama held Almanach Yetzayav is Almanach Sheishtoka Av Hashatikle. That Tanakama held it's uh, on condition that the father is quiet when he sees us married, he doesn't say a word, then okay, then the father was quiet and therefore it works. Umar Savar and Rabbi Shimon held when he said, on condition that your father agrees, it's Almenachi Omar Abahin, it's on condition that the father actually says yes. Vihalo Amar Abahin, and the father never said yes. And that's why she's not Mikudesh. It has nothing to do with one woman, two women, Ba'ilat Tov, Ba'ilat Znut, or none of that stuff. It has to do with what did the person mean. At each, at, uh, according to Rakama, he meant uh, as long as the father doesn't protest. And according to Rabbi Shimon, as long as the father agrees, he has to actually say yes. So now, Etibe Abay asks another question. The Braita says, Modim Hachamim Hachamim agreed to Rabbi Le'ezer, and this is talking about Biktana Shisiya Aketana, who was married by her father, Nisuin's Deoraita, Vinit Garsha, and she got divorced. She's considered a Yetoma, an orphan, while her father's still alive. Meaning, her father has no more control to marry her off to whoever he wants anymore. Now, her husband remarries her after the divorce. Now, we all know whatever the Ktana does is nothing. She's the Ktana. But she is considered his wife, Midrabanan. Now, the husband dies. She only does a halitza, not a yibum. Why? Because the divorce was a real divorce, from the Torah. But her coming back and marrying him was not midoraita, uh, was only midorabanan. Now, what are we talking about? This is only if he divorced her when she's a ktana, and he remarried her when she's a ktana. But if he divorced her when she's a ktana, and then he remarried her when she got older, or or she or he remarried her when she's a ktana, and then she grew up with him, and then vamet, then he died, or she does either halitza or yibum because it was a real marriage. And Mishum Rabbi Eliezer Amru, they said in the name of Rabbi Eliezer, Cholet said, We're not sure about that second marriage. We don't know what it is. It's at least the Rabbanan, but we can't call it a Deoraita. But that divorce was a divorce, so could be she's his brother's divorcee. Therefore, just do a Halitza. Now, here's the question. Over here in this case, when he brought her back as a ketana, and then they were with each other after she became a gdola, it's the same thing as the story with the mistake with one wife. Meaning, they got remarried while she's still a ketana, and she grew up with them. That's mistake one wife. Same thing. Again, you see, Rebbe and Hachamim argued that according to Hachamim, once he was with her when she was older, it was the Shem Kiddushim, it was the new Kiddushim, and it, and it works. And not like Rabbah, that he goes based on the original Kiddushim. Meaning, according to Rabbah, since they're going based on the, uh, the, on the original Kiddushin, the original Kiddushin was when she was a ketana, and therefore whatever they did as a gedola was nothing. But still you have your hachamim who said they're continuing to be together as she's a gedola, and that's uh, like a new kiddushin, and it works. 
So you see, there is a machloket with one woman. The Gemara answers, no, Hatam Nami over there also, this is the machloket between Rabbi Lezer and Hachamim. That more savatana kama held adamidashi and kidushektana klum. He knows that the kidushin of ktana is nothing. Vegamaru ba'ala shem kidushin. Okay, so when he was with her, it was the shem kidushin, and therefore it's a hundred percent real marriage, and therefore she's mutar to get a yibum from the brother. Or more savatana bila is held that. A person does not know that the kiddushin with the ktana is nothing. And therefore, therefore when he was boiled or when she became gdola later on, he was with her based on the original kiddushin, not when she became gdola, it's not new, it's based on the old one, and that doesn't work. And therefore, they were never really married, and that's why she's a surti yibum. And Rabbah sticks to his guns and he holds that w- the, when there's a mistake with one woman, nobody argues and everyone will agree that uh, that she does not need a get because it wasn't really a marriage. The only mahloket is when there's two women. And that goes against Abaye who said that the whole mahloket between Rav and Shmuel is in regards to does a person make his ba'ilah, ba'ilah znut or not. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen v'amen.